Welcome to Full of Herself podcast, the podcast about the female experience for the female experience. I'm your host, Alexa Martinez. This podcast is for women who want more, women who are unwilling to settle for anything less than juicy and aligned success. Together with my amazing guests, we will deep dive into the journey, the story, growth, fuck-ups, and everything in between. My hope for you after spending some time with us here at Full of Herself is to own your story, to stop waiting to live and create a life that you love, and hopefully walk away just a little bit more full of yourself. This is Full of Herself podcast. Let's dive in. All right. Hello, lovely ones. Welcome to another episode of Full of Herself. I am so excited for today's guest. I am just so excited for like the very full conversation that I know we are absolutely going to have. I am here with Emily Santos, who is a human-centered brand strategist. What a beautiful title. I'm so excited to explore what that looks like. Um, She is a beautiful Dominican human being, and I cannot wait to explore her story and what she's been up to and what's next for her, but I will let her introduce herself. And how are you, babe? Like, hi, how are you? Introduce yourself, all of the things. <laughs> hi, I am so nervous. I don't think we talked about, can I curse or is this like PG? No, you can curse. Okay, you I can just have to say <laughs> anything you want. There are no rules on full of herself. We get into all of the shit here. So Perfect. just I'm bring really your full nervous, Honestly, <laughs> Don't um, be nervous. We're just having like, it's going to be for all of my listeners who are listening. They know that the conversation we'd be having like dogs barking in the background. <laughs> we have pauses. We have like just full meltdown. So don't be Love nervous. That. It's just a chat. So how are you, babe? I'm good. I'm good. I am. Um, I'm good. I'm feeling really good right now. <laughs> That's all I can say. I feel. I feel super good. <laughs> Amazing. And you're in Orlando right now on a little bit of a holiday, right? Yes. Um, I just came here to be a little bit chaotic um, <laughs> for for a couple of days. Um. I needed to shake my ass for a little bit, but yeah. <laughs> I love just that claim, <laughs> like claiming that. Like I just came here to be a little bit chaotic for a few days. Like, yeah. fuck yes, I love that. That's amazing. Um, and you are a human-centered brand strategist. So today we're not just gonna talk about work or like what you do, but obviously yeah. I want to create space to explore that part of your story and that part yeah. of um who you are because I think it's so fucking rad. And I remember when we came across each other on Instagram. I was like, who is this human being? Like your point of view, (laughs) your unique perspective, seriously, because I mean, let's be real. That's a rare moment when you come across Mm -hmm. someone who you're like, Oh, someone who I actually like vibe with or relate with, or like, at least for me, it is. I don't know. And it's authentic too. And it's like genuine. It's not like fake. Yeah. It's not like we already know it's you know it's It's not like everyone knows and like you know fucking build a six-figure business in five minutes um (laughs) so I'm so excited to chat today so first things first explain to us like who you are and what you do I like obviously professionally but also personally like explain a little bit about a little bit about who you are what you do where you're at how old are you again 23 23. Okay. Yes. Love yeah. all my young little angels who come on this <laughs> podcast. They're always so fun to talk to. So explain to us like, yeah, who you are, what you're up to what yeah. you do these days. 
So I'll start with uh, what I do. I'm a human-centered brand strategist. And I mean, I'm pretty sure that a lot of your listeners have heard about like what human first means. It's just like using ethical um, marketing strategies in your business, um, mostly, and just be a kind human being. Um, You know, nothing super revolutionary, but must be said. Um, And, but my process goes a little bit more in depth of like, I believe that your business should be like an extension and like a full expression of who you are. So it started with me not wanting to kind of like tone myself down to make other people happy or like to like fit into this business space of like, like exactly what you said of like make six, (laughs) I mean, six figures in five months. Um, Like none of that. I didn't want to do any of that. And I was like, I just want to build a business that like I'm myself and that worked out for me. (laughs) um amazing I was just like I if I ew I was just gonna say if I could do it you could do it like that is so gross but honestly but it's not but it's like not true if if you're just like yourself people will love you um and that's that's kind of what I do yeah amazing I mean I'm I yeah yeah sure (laughs) (laughs) well and I know like obviously (laughs) we just had like a big thumbs up um (laughs) I mean it's and, and I th- obviously there's more to that in the sense of like, yeah. if you are just yourself, then people will be attracted to you. But I think even in that statement, and I know this is something that you've been playing with a lot recently, just kind of following your journey on Instagram and, you know, the, the few times that we've chatted and caught up mm-hmm. is figuring out like who you are in that journey of like self-exploration, self-love, self-awareness. Like, yeah. you know, I think so many people struggle to even be able to take that first step of like, just be yourself and people will come because it's like, who the fuck am I? Like, what do I stand for? What do I want? So like for you in this season of life, like, where do you find yourself? Like, who are you right now? Like who is Emily Santos at 23 years old running a business? Like, what does that look like? And what does that mean? Yeah, I have, I have no fucking idea. Honestly, I have no idea. And that's, that's the season of life that I, that I am in. I am embracing not knowing um just doing what feels good for me just what's saying what I feel like saying um always being respectful of like people of course but just like Mm -hmm. not giving a fuck about what anyone thinks and just being myself and being like super imperfect but like perfect for the time being Mm um yeah I don't know I today I feel like I'm having like a like a realization of who I am like what my voice is um today I posted about like not showing up on Instagram because I authenticity has been such an important value of mine and it's hard to be authentic when you don't know who you are Mm. um but I feel like today I was like this is who I am I am like perfectly imperfect and that's how I'm gonna show up and I'm gonna take you all on a journey I'm gonna grow and I invite you to grow with me um I don't even know if I fucking answered your question no, that's, you did. That's where I, am. That's- <laughs> I am in a, I am in a place of being kind to myself, um, making connections, like genuine connections of like people that inspire me. And yeah, I guess. I love that. <laughs> right. Well, and, and I think, I think that's like also very profound. And like, I also think like we can just put a period mark there, or we can just put like a, like I think we're constantly waiting to arrive at this place of like, I am complete. I know exactly who I am. And it's like with every season of life and with every season of Mm -hmm. growth and with every opportunity and with every failure, it's like a new part of you is formed and a new Mm -hmm. 
and that's God, business yeah. too that's business too people think that they need to have like be completely ready to go full force and they need to reach this thing to make this much and to start putting themselves out there um and that's kind of what my messaging is it's like you don't you have to just come as you are like you are yeah. enough you are you are qualified to do what you do people mm-hmm. need like you're needed what you do is needed in the world like how you do it is needed in the world so like yeah i can do it yeah fuck yeah if you yeah have absolutely and, and the privilege but if you have the space and the energy and the time no yeah absolutely and and yeah I think I think that's the whole I mean I think that's everyone's story especially in the coaching space is just like you know starting imperfectly starting before you're ready all of that all of that kind of jazz that we all kind of talk about a lot um so amazing I can't wait to dive into more of that but I also want to talk more about you and like who you are and your story. And so I know that you are a queer creator and that's something that you speak a lot, a a lot about on your platform and just create space for around, Mm -hmm. you know, the conversation that you create in the online space. So tell us a little bit about your journey, you know, as a queer creator, being in the online space, being a Latinx person, like how is that all, how is that all coexisting for you right now? Yeah. Okay. So um so I have I'm gonna start I've been in a year for I have been in a year oh my goodness I have been in business for a year and through this this entire year there's been so many changes in my personal life that have like Mm -hmm. affected my business um so it started small I started with like being present be like I am Dominican and like having that be my like my thing like I'm Dominican and I have my own business like that is amazing yeah um it's not a thing that's seen in in my family like not a lot of people think that they can run their own business um but then my mom started her own business so like watching that it's like oh like I feel like I kind of inspired her I did amazing. she wouldn't say that but I know I did um, <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna claim um, that <laughs> um and then I was like okay like I like being myself I like embracing my heritage and like where I'm from and my culture and like meeting people on Instagram who are also Dominican and like bonding over that like I love that then um I came out (laughs) I guess as non-binary um and I did that before I came out to my like followers as like queer Mm. um and that was like a step forward of like oh like being more authentic um and that felt different just because I never like said it out loud. And I just started like by putting my pronouns and I was like, oh, like this feels nice. Mm, <laughs> um, amazing. And then I was like, and then in May, and I feel like this is where it started. Like I kind of lost myself because for a whole other thing about the queer space, but it's like a conversation mm. probably for, for another day. <laughs> but um, I came out fully like on Instagram I'm like hey in case you didn't know I'm queer I'm this lovely person I'm with um I feel like that unlocked something that I was like I'm fully myself now like this is how I make decisions I'm a Dominican non-binary queer person mm. and this is and I was able to start making decisions based on that like who mm. I wanted to work with, like my business, like I rebranded so many times in the beginning because I didn't like feel like it fully embodied who I am. 
And like now, even though I changed my website 10,000 million times, like the, the essence of it, like I know the direction in which I'm going and it feels like true and authentic. I'm going to say fucking authentic a, a lot of fucking times. Like if you have another word for it, like that, that that'd be great. Oh, I love um, that word. <laughs> but like that's, that's, that's the theme of the day today. Mm. Um, and where the fuck was I going? But yeah. And then I, now I'm just like on this, like turns like, okay. Oh, and then also I talked a lot about my mental health, mm. like a lot because it's it impacted me so much. I would not go on Instagram for like weeks and weeks. Um, and I felt bad at first and I kind of just like showed up one day and I went live I said, Hey, I have like major depressive disorder. <laughs> and sometimes I just can't show up on here. And I literally just turned on the live and I started talking and then I like never looked back on it. And then people, that's how I like made a lot of my connections through that video. Um, Cause oh. people were like, thank you so much for sharing that. And I was like, yeah, like it's hard out here. Um, and that's how, that's how it's been. I don't even know what, what was the question? What was the question? <laughs> Who am I? Like, what I, was the <laughs> I, didn't I mean, I'm, en- I'm enjoying listening. And so that's all that matters. <laughs> um, I mean, that's amazing. Like, and that's, it's so interesting how, like for you and, and I feel like I've followed you for God, I don't even know how long, maybe six months now. Um, or maybe longer. Um, and I've seen some of these steps that you've taken and it's so interesting how, and I loved how you said this, you were like, being myself feels good. And like that in itself just kind of gave me goosebumps because I was like, like, fuck. Yeah. It does feel good when we finally strip these layers off. And I think especially in like the service provider space or the online business space, Mm -hmm. it's just full of fucking bullshit. And it's full of just shit. And, (laughs) and so when you finally step up and you and you, mm-hmm. and, and it's not so much like, it's not so much like just do it. It's like when you get that bravery and you get that clarity and you give yourself the permission to like be your full fucking self and have the words to like even say what that is, because that's like half the battle is even knowing yeah. how to clarify what that is. And you can share it with people. Like, not only does it feel fucking good, but like you said, it brings people to you who are your people. And that has to be one of my favorite things about the online spaces. You start to call in and create Mm -hmm. these relationships with people who you would have never found or never met, you know, in the real world, so to speak, um, who just relate so much with what, whether it's mental health, whether it's being a queer person, whether it's, you know, being human centered and just wanting to give a fuck about people. Um, it's huge. And so I fucking love that. I think that's, absolutely huge so how do you feel and this is kind of a big question but like okay just from what you said like where do you feel like or how do you feel like you exist in the online space like you know I think I think it's like we said there is a certain culture and it's white mm-hmm. and it's really fucking just fluffy um yeah. and so to be this kind of other you know, to be brown, to be queer, to be these things and to really be at this point, you know, in your life where you're like, I'm loving this. Like, how do you feel like you fit in the online space? And I know that's like a big question. So like, don't feel pressure <laughs> to like answer any type of way, but like, I just want to bounce yeah. off of you. Honestly, I don't feel like I fit in the online space. <laughs> okay. Um, I like, 
I and I guess is that is that my imposter sh- syndrome talking or what um I definitely don't feel like I, I belong in the online space um just because I'm I'm still figuring it out yeah so I think this is my imposter syndrome like talking um yeah. like well, I, I mean you I just said that I don't have to have it all together and now I'm like you're like uh oh shit uh well I mean it's it's interesting because even as you say like I don't think I fit in the online space you clearly do because you're booking clients you're getting to create really fucking rad work all of you are gonna see Emily's amazing work um so creative so unique like definitely not seeing that on other platforms and so like you know, the funny thing is, is like our emotions and like our imposter syndrome tell us like, you don't fit, but then it's like, wait, my facts are that like, I do fit and people do want to work with me. And like, people are drawn to me. And so Mm -hmm. like taking a step back and looking at like the experience that you've had the past year, I mean, you've only been in business for a year. Like what are your facts telling you right now about where you fit in the online space? I think, and I guess I'm going to toot my own horn now. Um, and kick the imposter syndrome. I love the pendulum swing. <laughs> um, <laughs> I love it. Uh, I am like, I'm a, what, what do you, how do you even say? I'm a, a breath of fresh air. Fuck <laughs> yeah. Um, and I'm not like everyone's cup of tea. That I know for sure. Like some people are like super turned off by like, my inquiry form where it says like hey i'm by the way i'm super fucking awkward like if you're ready for some fucking awkward conversation like let's do this um by my use of fuck in every other sentence um some people are don't my style is very bold it's not like toned Mm. down um people don't like that i talk shit about other people in the industry um when they're doing shitty marketing tactics and being manipulative Mm. um I'm 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 not for the faint of heart <laughs> mm. and I'm like here for the ones that are trying to be loud and bold just like right. just like I am um so that's where I fit in the business where like if you want to be loud and bold and you've been told that you have to tone it down mm. like, follow me yeah <laughs> like yeah like that's it just follow me mm, absolutely like and let's like- be loud and bold together Right. And like the main thing, let's be even louder. (laughs) Yeah. Fuck yeah. Louder together. Right. And like the main thing that comes up to me is just like not conforming to like all Mm -hmm. the shit that's, you know, everyone's doing and everyone's recreating and like, and even being like Hispanic and being queer and like being non-binary, there's this like very, you're still in a box of like how you're supposed to be like, what makes you a Latina? Like, what, what is that? Um, what are you queer enough? You don't look non-binary. There's mm. like, even outside of business, like everything I am, there's like a box for it that I don't fit into. Yeah. And like, I guess that's who I'm for. I'm for the people who don't fit in these boxes and who don't want to fit in these boxes. Um, so yeah. I love that. That's amazing. I'm feeling inspired by myself. <laughs> yes. Fuck yes. It's like when you actually take a step back and you stop like just feeding into the bullshit that is like imposter syndrome and wanting to like keep it subtle and keep it quiet and not back ourselves. It's like, wait, I actually have a 
fuck ton of reasons to like show up for myself and to be really fucking proud of myself and to back myself. Like that's what this podcast is all about. Full of yourself, obviously. Hello. If we can't do it here, where can we do it? (laughs) Um, and I, I don't want to add to the, what you just said, um, of like having your own back in business. I have, I've always said, especially lately with my coach, I've been saying that like having a business, like building a business was like a form of self-love because I literally would have never like realized like this is who I want to be um and this is who I'm so tired of being if I wouldn't have started a business I would have just been following what everyone else is doing um I come from the hospitality industry the hospitality industry puts you in a box you cannot wear your rings if you're in front that's what I love my rings I'm not wearing them right now because I'm home but I love my rings and I hated when they told me that I couldn't wear my rings like why do you me wearing 70 rings has nothing to do with my that's a whole fucking rap for another day <laughs> just on the hospitality industry <laughs> and their inability to have to let you be unique or let you be yourself mm. because yeah well let's well let's talk about it because <laughs> I'm I'm curious like I I was telling Emily before we got before we started recording like of course, before every time I do these episodes, I go on a full <laughs> stock, like dive deep into your shit, like finding old stories, old, you know, all the old <laughs> things. Um, and I saw that you were a part of the hospitality industry, but you actually studied to be in hospitality management, didn't you? Yeah. So you were like in, you were like, I'm going to yeah. make this legit. Um, yeah. So tell us a little bit about, cause you're only 23. So you're very young, which is amazing. Um, so tell us a little bit about your journey, you know, I guess kind of like post-graduating high school and I'm sh- assuming going into hospitality or going into university yeah. and then kind of what led to branding, what la- led to design. Like, obviously you are creative in the full kind of yeah. spectrum. So mm-hmm. give us some insight into what the past few years have looked like, how you kind of decided to leave hospitality, so on and so forth. Yeah. Um, so like I said, I'm Dominican. Um, we don't, it's not very common for people to start their own business. It's not very common for people to start their own creative business. Um, hospitality has been something that like my, my grandpa did it. He was a chef. Um, my mom is in the hospitality industry. My cousin, um, one of the first people to go to college, she went into the hospitality industry and then it was kind of like, I was next and I was like, okay, like, what do I do? Um, honestly, I wanted to become a kindergarten teacher. I don't know why. I wanted to become a kindergarten teacher. My mom was like, no, they make no money. I was like, okay. I was like, I'll just make you happy and I'll go into the hospitality industry. I was going to go to be a flight attendant. And honestly, I just, I wanted a little bit more stability in my life. Um, so Fair. I just went, I was like, yeah, I'll just do like hotels and stuff. That's what my mom does. I've been designing since 2012. I've been creating art. I fell in love with art in like 2012. It just like helped me get out of a really tough spot. Mm. Um, I used it to express myself, but I never thought like I could do this for a living. So it was something that I just put on the back burner. And then COVID came. Um, at that time, I, w- I had two jobs in Hawaii because you need two jobs to survive in Hawaii. Um, I was a pool server and a restaurant manager. A restaurant supervisor and I lost both of my jobs <laughs> and I was like well what do I do um and I just started creating custom illustrations for people um and that went really well but I got really bored and burned out really fast I was like fuck I'm so tired of this um I probably could have been like super successful but it just didn't make me happy and then 
that everything happened um, with George Floyd. And during that same time, my dad um, got deported. So I was like, fuck. <laughs> and I started creating like graphics that like meant something mm. um, that were like talking about like voting and talking about like this country sucks. And like, there was one that I like protect black trans people. Um, and I just use that as an outlet pretty much because I, I am, I'm not very good with words if you haven't noticed. Um, I'm not an eloquent speaker. I can't like put my feelings into words. Um, so I just started drawing and I was like, this is what I want to do. I want to like create art that means something um, that helps people that, that like makes an impact. So then I, re I was like doing some research and I found out about like brand designing I was like, oh, this sounds super cool. I could do this for like super cheap. <laughs> um, and I'd be that person that people would come for like super cheap designs and people can start their own businesses and they can like make their dreams and hopes come true. But like, it takes a lot of fucking time, okay? It's a lot of work. So yeah. the being affordable, unfortunately, as a brand designer is not sustainable. Um, we have to charge premium. It's, it's just really hard work <laughs> yeah my partner um, is a graphic designer and a brand strategist so i am fully aware of just how yeah. fucking long it takes it takes more time than you probably would ever want to actually admit because it's just yeah. constant stewing yeah yeah so like you have you have to build a business that's sustainable so i was like maybe i'll work with nonprofits. i want to do work that makes a difference um but also the nonprofit space i didn't just want to do nonprofit. i wanted to help people I wanted to help mm. other businesses who like needed it um and somehow I have gotten so lucky to work with majority women with only women actually I've only worked with women majority women of color and majority of like people who want to make a difference I call mm. them like movement makers <laughs> mm, um that. who like genuinely want to create a difference in the world I've worked with like a social impact architect and she works with nonprofits. I um, mean she does everything from design to strategy and she's a lawyer she's like a total badass um and then I've worked with like a, a self-care brand it's like redefining what self-care looks like like for everyone um yeah I've just gotten like super lucky to work with these people and I just feel like I've attracted that because of like how I show up and like, because what I do is so, guess what I'm gonna say, authentic to like who I am. Um, and I'm just attracted to that. And then, yeah, I feel like I answered the qu this question, at least I answered. Yes, I yes, so. you absolutely did. <laughs> and we should play like a game. It should be like, take a shot every time we say the word authentic <laughs> or do something. <laughs> Yeah. Um, I love that. That's huge. And I mean, that is like, there's so much there obviously. And, and, and I think that, that, that story of like COVID happening and just kind of like really shaking people the fuck up and being like, okay, well, what do I actually have? You know, not to say that you yeah. weren't enjoying hospitality, like you, could, you couldn't not. have, yeah, <laughs> but like being put in a situation where you're actually forced to take stock of who you are, what you have, what you're good at, what you want. Mm -hmm it's huge. It's a huge fucking moment. I think that so many of us experience when the pandemic hit to be like, okay, let me actually take myself seriously for a second and actually start to like figure out what we the fuck I want to do. We were forced to take ourselves serious, like to put ourselves first. Like seriously, mm. I would have, I started my 
therapy around the same time. And it was like, I, I have to, because right now I don't have any distractions from like myself. I'm just here with myself. I have to put myself first. I have to do what I love because if I don't, going to have an awful time. Yeah. (laughs) Going to fucking lose it. Yeah, absolutely. And I'm like shitty things happen, but I'm so grateful that things worked out. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And are still working out. And so kind of just pivoting back to your story, I know you've mentioned your mental health a lot and you've mentioned it being, you know, quite a journey and obviously you're still on the journey, right? This is what full Mm -hmm. of herself is about. It's about, it's not this like end place of like, ha, I've Mm -hmm. reached it, but it's like being on the journey and what entails, you know, getting to a place that feels good or failing or fucking up. And so, or struggling or coming through on the other side. So for you, what is your mental health journey looked like, you know, kind of in your adult life? Like how has mm-hmm. that really shown up? Cause I know it can look different at different seasons. I know for me, when mm-hmm. I was younger, it looked a lot different than it did now that I'm, you know, getting into about to be 30. Um, so what is it, what does it look like for you, you know, in your adult life and now stepping into business? Oh, um, it's looked a lot different from when I was younger, for sure. I, I think just being aware of it and like being aware of like, Hey, like something is like genuinely wrong with the chemical in your brain. Yeah. Like it's not, it's not fake. It feels real. Like just getting like a diagnosis for me was like, like it's, it started my healing process. Amazing. Um, and at first it was hard like with starting a business because I put a lot of the blame on me um I was like I'm doing something wrong like I have to be like I'm not doing this right this this doesn't feel right I don't want to show up but I have to which is you don't have to do anything (laughs) um and I just started posting like reminders on Instagram um I think I've archived a lot of them but reminders for people um and I just started to believe it myself I was like oh like the amount of clients I booked this month doesn't have anything to do with me um but it was hard I don't even know what to say like it was so hard um now it looks like just some days are easy some days it's not (laughs) I, I always say that I can never remember how bad it is until I'm like in the bad again. So honestly, mm-hmm. I wouldn't be able to tell you just because I feel like I'm at a high right now. Um, if my therapist is ever listening to this, I'm like, please give me a call. <laughs> <laughs> that is not right. You should not be disassociating. But generally, I don't remember when things are bad. So I, I'm sorry. I don't even think I can answer that. <laughs> mm-hmm. But that's what my journey looks like. It looks like a lot of like completely high and complete lows and yeah yeah but it also sounds like you do the active work in the in between like because I think a lot like (laughs) there I mean like there are obviously a lot of highs and lows when you struggle with your Mm -hmm. mental health um especially if you do struggle with kind of like a more depressive kind of states um but it sounds like you know 
even in your own journey and in your own way of like being able to create, to like teach yourself new lessons, but also teach other people lessons. It's like, oh wait, I'm actually starting to believe these things or I'm actually in the low lows. Like I know that I have resources or I have space or I've invested in myself and I have a therapist or I have, you know, these people who I get to fall back on. So like, actually, yeah, sorry, go ahead. No, you go. Yeah. I was going to say like the, and I love that you said that I'm actually like doing the work because I always think that I'm not, but the truth is that the work doesn't look like what people tell you looks like. It's not journaling every day. It's not like doing Mm. yoga. It's not like waking Mm. up at 6am. Like that's not what the work usually looks like. The work looks like noticing your patterns. It looks like maybe having different conversations than you used to, um, like handling arguments better. Like before I would just disassociate and start like cursing people out. Now it's just like one big fuck you at the end, like, like a cherry on top. Um, but I don't curse as much. Uh, <laughs> um, like it's just like having different experiences with different with people and handling things better than you used to and like, it's a lot of like telling myself like you're safe um and like thanking myself for like handling things better even if it's not like the best I could have handled it it's like it's so much better than before um and even you and I just having this conversation this feels like this feels like growth to me because before I wouldn't even be able to like talk (laughs) Mm -hmm. I'm like so fucking I just don't know what to say like it's super Mm -hmm. awkward um so you're like, doing amazing like, and I think like everyone would <laughs> and I'm only doing amazing because I said it at the beginning that I'm super fucking awkward so if I feel like if I, if I say that at first people will know what they're getting into so the expectations are there if you were expecting anything less than awkward then Sauce. I'm sorry <laughs> but I set the expectation the the title of this podcast episode will be Emily Santos and being fucking awkward or something like that. We'll, yeah, <laughs> we'll put I love that. Please do. <laughs> I love that. That's amazing. So no, you are fucking doing the work. So I'm 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 glad that you're creating the space to to do that. And and I I love that you said that like for you, the biggest game changer in your journey has simply been noticing patterns. And I say this to mm-hmm. clients all of the fucking time. Your biggest tool forever will just be self-awareness. I know you want to do all the action and I know you want to do all this shit, but like that is all pointless. If you don't have the awareness to see your own bullshit, to see your own patterns, to see your own unhealthy things. Um, and so I love that you said that it's not a traditional journey in the sense of like, I'm just going to sit down and journal every day, or I'm just going to sit down and Mm -hmm. like meditate. It's like some people's brains and some people's. Yeah. And sometimes it's boring as fuck. Oh yeah. Like it's not always super interesting and Instagrammable. Like I always, I can say that to my clients. I'm like, stop living in this world of like Instagram reels and like, yeah. And like our healing process doesn't always have to be interesting. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, obviously this conversation is interesting, but like in the moments where you're just sitting and like reflecting on whatever it is that you've done or whatever it is, a situation that you're coming out of it doesn't need to be interesting to anyone else. It doesn't need to be even interesting. It can be boring as fuck, but at least you're doing the work. Right. And so Mm -hmm. I love that you said, like, it doesn't look this one way. It doesn't fit this or tick these boxes or this, you know, this self-care plan, like it's just time and trying this and that not working and then trying this and that kind of worked and like coming back at it again and again. So I love that. And I think that Mm -hmm. so many people listening 
can resonate with struggling with mental health. I think that so many people actually struggle with their mental health that don't even know it or don't want to admit it or don't want to. It's scary, obviously, like as, as you know, for you after years and years of struggling and finally getting that diagnosis, like that being almost like a relief and, and kind of like a, a first step in your healing. Like, I think for a lot of people that diagnosis can be fucking terrifying. Mm. Um, and so I think it's huge to just be able to create space to be like, yeah, some days are really great. And I'm on the journey. Like I've, I've healed and I'm healing and some days are amazing. Some weeks are amazing. Some months are amazing. And then there can be a bad day in there. And so I just think Mm -hmm. it's huge. And I just, you know, obviously want to say thank you for creating a space where you come and you share that because there's so much more of that needed Mm -hmm. from again, that just human kind of realness and that like, and just coming from a leader and coming from an entrepreneur, I think it's huge. Yeah. And I think that's like, I've like heard it a million times before I started this journey, but it's like time, like it does take time and Mm -hmm. it's not linear. Like that's not something that you, you think it's just bullshit until you actually like in it. Um, And even while like you're, when you're first starting, it's like, this is never going to get better, but it does eventually. Um, And it doesn't, doesn't always look like it's getting better but it is mm-hmm. and like just acknowledging that I love that you said that <laughs> like mm-hmm. self-awareness is like the key because it, it really is um yeah. yeah amazing so not that you've like I mean I think you've like definitely arrived at this place of like I'm feeling authentic I'm feeling like I'm owning my voice or figuring out what that voice is and so for you like you know, as a nine, a nine, a (laughs) non-binary queer person who like struggles with mental health and who has all of these like big passion and like just so fiery. Like I can tell there's a lot of like fire in there. There's a lot of like passion and like, Ooh, like emotion. I love it. Um, like what really drives you, I guess, like what for you, do you have insight into like what your big juicy thing is like, what is like 10 out of 10 or like just right now in this version of yourself, like, what are you working towards? What am I working? I know that's like a big question, but like, (laughs) like in my personal life, I mean, I think how it take it, how you want. I just think we've had such a beautiful conversation that has been very personal. So like, thank you for sharing with us that like, you know, for you, what's like you've done so much work and you are still exploring so much and you're healing and you're being brave and you're creating space for so many different kinds of people, whether it's people of color, whether it's queer people, whether it's people who struggle with their mental health, like, you know, in a way it's like, fuck, like there's so many things that like I'm up against, but then at the same time, it's like, there's so many ways that you're empowering so many different kinds of people. And so you know, you've done so much work, you continue to do so much work. And so I guess for you, like, what is the point of this work? What's, what's on the other side of this work? Does that make sense? Yeah. Okay. So I'm definitely, I love like you acknowledge that I'm trying to create a space because thank you. Um, but I see a space for other like queer, uh, non-binary, like women of color, like creating space for that, but also I'm allowing myself to take up space as well because that, mm. that I also identify as 
all of that. Um, and knowing that it's okay for me to take up space <laughs> um, and being my like most authentic self. Fuck, I said it. Like fully expressing talk. myself, <laughs> fully expressing myself and being vulnerable and like mm-hmm. talking about the things that I want to talk about and just, like standing up loud and tall about the things that I want to say. Um, that's what I'm working towards. And today, actually, I realized like that's the best way that I can show people like that they can also take up space. Um, I'm literally practicing what I'm preaching by showing them like, look at me. I am loud. I am bold. I curse. I don't say the right things. I stutter. I fucking don't know English sometimes. I don't fucking know Spanish a lot of the times. Like, <laughs> like my Spanglish comes out. My Amen. accent comes out. Like I am so imperfect and I'm still running a business and like mm. it is and like that's that's kind of like I mean that is what I do I help people go through mm. strategy so they can find out who they are what their core values are and then they can show up as their most authentic self but I haven't been doing that because I haven't really known who I am and now I feel like I know who I want to be so if I'm just that person <laughs> and I can show up as the person that I want to be then I can show them like hey it's possible that makes sense that makes absolute perfect. I'm just taking a freaking space and showing people that they like they should take space. Especially Love the people that. that I help. Like they absolutely should take space. We have too many white people in this space. We need more women of color. We need people of color. We need black folks. We need queer people. We need trans people. We need more people that have mm. been marginalized taking up space and <laughs> being okay with it and doing so proudly and loudly boldly and passionately (laughs) yes amazing I mean we have to end there I just don't think there's (laughs) any way that we can like top that that was so fucking amazing um I love that and I just want to say like so proud of you for being such a young human being and doing so much work I think um you know when I look at your generation and I've had a couple of other gen z people on this podcast. Um, I'm just constantly blown away at just like the awareness and the willingness to like, get into the shit, like, (laughs) and to like, and to like do the work and to like be, I always say the word mature, but it doesn't feel like the right word, but I don't have a better word, but it's just like Mm -hmm. this elevated, this elevation, like, you know, I was willingness to learn. Yeah, for sure. So Yeah. It's amazing. So I'm just so proud of you and so grateful for the work that you do, because I know that it's so fucking needed. I mean, I'm inspired by you, but I know so many other people are as well. Um, and who can also just relate with so many parts of your story from mental health to, you know, your own story and, and, and journey of being a queer person and so on and so forth. So thank you. We're so proud of you. So please let us know how we can stalk you, how we can support you, how we can give you our money. Um, because (laughs) that's what we would love to do. So let us know like how we can connect with you after this episode and all the things. Yeah. So I am on Instagram, Santos designs.co. 
Um, my website is santosandco.net. Hopefully by the time that this podcast is up, I've stopped fucking around with it and it's like up and it looks great and everything's awesome. Um, so yeah, I mean, those are the only two places. Um, are you yeah. taking clients right now? What does yeah. it look like to work with you? Let us know. Yeah. Um, so I am currently taking clients. I'm depending on when this podcast is posted. Um, I will be done for the year, um, mid December. Yeah. I'm just going to like take the holidays off. Um, but if you're ready to book for 2020 and I, we can onboard you right now, um, starting today. Uh, yes. <laughs> I love that you January just said and beyond. I love that you just said 2020. Fuck. <laughs> That's 2022. I mean, That's basically we're, I feel like this next year, it kind of feels like we're just like now going into 2020 because 2020 mm-hmm. obviously, you know, was, time isn't real. Time isn't time real. Is a, it's space. an illusion. So we're booking for 2020. Not sure what all of you are doing, um, but if you're not, then you're behind, you're behind, <laughs> you're behind slash ahead. Um, <laughs> Amazing. I will link all of that in the show notes. So if you do want to connect with Emily more, just scroll on down and all of those details will be there. I cannot thank you enough for today's conversation. I feel like it took such a different form than Mm -hmm. these episodes usually take, which I absolutely love and I'm absolutely here for. Um, And I hope you also enjoyed your time with us. Thanks. Thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate it. Um, Yeah, I, I, I was just kind of ranting. So thank you for everyone who listened to the end. I really appreciate it. Um, yeah, like hit me up. Let's talk. Let's let's talk about how we can take up more space. Yes, we will absolutely do that. All right. Thanks so much, babe.